was I thinking? What is up, Internet? Welcome to the What the Fuck Was I Thinking podcast, an analyzation of making bad choices in high stress. So today we have a, a guest on that old friend of mine actually used to train with me and she's done her own stuff and I've done a seminar with them. It's been a it's been a great, like a long time that we've known each other actually. And I'm really happy to reconnect. I have we've only talked on social media as I think everybody does. So this has been pretty cool. We actually spent some time uh, catching up, which is weird for me. Normally, I'm like, let's do the podcast and move on. So if you don't know what this show is or you're expecting a debate because this is coming out on the same channel as a debate, this isn't a debate. This is all about just telling fun stories about people making hilarious mistakes in bad situations. We are in no way promoting violence or saying that violence is good or funny, but sometimes it's a little funny, uh, especially the person came out of it strong. So how the show works very simply is story time with our guest. Our guest will tell a story. And then we'll laugh and joke. I'll interrupt to get uh, some parts that are to clarify. And then we're done. Then you'll hear the promo from my friend Jessica here. And then we jump over to Patreon, $5 level for lessons learned. So if you want actual self-defense lessons, those are on the Patreon. If you just want to hear a fun story, that's all for free right now. So uh, welcoming to the show for the first time on any of my shows, which hopefully will not be that won't, this won't be the only one you're on for the first time ever. Jessica, Jessica, why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? Um, so I lifetime martial artist and now I run my own business, my, uh, women's coaching. So I do basically women's empowerment through, um, martial arts and physical training. So that's kind of our, uh, philosophy and, uh, the business that I run, uh, Monster Girl Fitness, it actually started in 2011. I'm not the original owner. I'm not the creator. Um, but I am now the owner and uh, I have, t I was a monster girl back in the day. So, um, I have taken over the position and, uh, we're running full force here since, um, since November. So it's really exciting. And, uh, thanks for having me on the show, Randy. Oh, I'm so excited to have you. Just good to catch <laughs> up. It's been so very long. It so has been. Yeah, it has been. It's crazy. So why don't you, so you have a story and so you kind of gave me like the, I'll say Coles notes, but that's a very Canadian reference. The Cliffs notes for our U.S. listeners. And I don't know what the European notes version is, but the short version. So I know it's a story involving a fight and an earring. So why don't you tell the listeners the story? And I will also hear it for the first time. Sure. So um, this was uh, prior to my time at KPC. It was actually, this story uh, was the catalyst for me to get back into martial arts. I was, I have, I did Taekwondo my entire life, um, but uh you know, got my black belt at 18 and did the post-secondary thing. So I moved to Edmonton. I wasn't training. Um, and uh, my story is a little bit unique because uh, one of the large myths, I think, with, you know, women uh, and assault is that it's going to happen at night. It's going to be someone you don't know. And, uh, you know, there's all this kind of fear mongering that goes with kind of the the actual statistics of you know who is assaulted and by whom um so with with that little uh, educational tidbit i am going to say i am the exception to the rule where i was attacked by a stranger <laughs> and uh, <laughs> hi but disclaimer um very strange story so i was walking my dog uh in the middle of the day it was just in a park um and uh, there was no one around. It was very casual, summer, beautiful day. And this 
guy comes up from behind me on a bike and uh you know he kind of slowly passes me and onwards he goes and i i see him about maybe 10 10 meters 15 meters ahead and he starts to circle back and my this has happened to me before because my dog is very unique looking um i have miniature huskies so a lot of people will see them and kind of do a double take and they'll ask me about them which is fine but sometimes um introvert life i like to be left alone and uh so i saw this guy kind of coming back and i thought oh he's gonna ask me about my dog or chat with me and i just i'm not feeling it so uh <laughs> here's uh flag number one i i walked off the path kind of into some trees thinking i'm just gonna avoid this dude and let you know let my dog do his business whatever um so i'm kind of in the trees and this guy comes into the bush to talk to me still um he he's begins speaking to me and he's he's lost and he has this accent and um you know i started to empathize with the guy because it's like oh man like obviously you know you you're on a bike you don't know where you're going and he starts engaging me in conversation and um it's it's the memory is a little foggy i'm not gonna sure. lie so like at this point i don't know what happened to his bike i don't remember <laughs> him <laughs> i don't remember him like putting the kickstand up i don't remember that part i do remember us conversing though and uh you know my dog kind of lunged at him a little bit but being that he's 12 pounds i mean good job good job luca like <laughs> so and you know so i i told my dog like it's okay luca like don't lunge at this guy um, and we continued to talk and I'm describing, he's trying to find West Edmonton Mall and I'm describing how to get there. And he, at the end of our conversation, he's, he's so grateful and he's like, oh, thank you so much. And as he's kind of like profusely thanking me, he closes the distance and gives me a hug. And yeah, and like it, it kind of happened, like in my mind, it happened very, very like suddenly, but not in a shock kind of way, but in a way that like all of a sudden I'm like, I can't move my arms like it was it's like a gap there's a gap in my in my thought process where it's like one minute he's thanking me the next minute I can't move my arms so um you know it's, it's been a little while since I've read Rory Miller's books but he does describe and you've talked a lot about this um this experience of a freeze and I remember that experience like I had never known the the term until obviously training with you and when you described what a freeze is where your brain just derps uh, yeah. that was that was me that was yeah. me i remember not being able to move my arms and after that being in that paralysis mm -hmm. um this guy uh, began to kiss my face um and he he started at my ear and i remember him making his way towards my mouth and what what kind of broke that freeze for me was in my own mind as he was like trying to kiss my face I, I remember counting down like three two one and i i broke out of his grasp and i drove him in the face with a palm strike and i remember just being so stunned like but i was able to kind of get out of that and then you know we you've talked before also about kind of like uh another experience that sometimes happens when you defend yourself is this like gawking at what you've done right yes. and you kind of like yeah. admire your work and i did that i just remember being like okay i hit you and 
just being in this shock. And like, I would just like to insert here, um, leading up to this moment, uh, I guess you could say I was like Sarah Michelle Geller from Buffy thinking that like I could sign a UFC contract. Okay, so I was a black belt. If I got assaulted, it was fine. I would just kick his butt. Like that was my thought process. Like I came from a non-contact, non-competitive club, but I had a black belt. So here I, I am officially <laughs> a badass, I guess. Right. And it gave me this kind of like delusion. I don't know how else to describe it other than a delusion. Yeah. Um, so anyways, back to the story. So I'm kind of gawking at this guy. Um, he he starts scrambling away, um, and then I kind of snap to it, and I start screaming expletives at him, <laughs> telling him to go. And I realized like that my earring was lost, and like all in this kerfuffle, I'm kind of bent over, like trying to find my earring off the ground. And uh, he he does kind of uh, take off quickly, so he gets on his bike and starts pedaling real hard. And kind of in those moments where he's now gone, I, I honestly can't tell you if I, if I found my earring. I don't recall. But <laughs> <laughs> I remember looking for it, but whether or not I found it, I'm not really sure. I can't remember. But, um, you know, I kind of, you start to come to and you realize what has happened. And instant tears, like I'm suddenly bawling. And I grab my little dog and I run to my car and I phone my dad and, um, ended up going to the police station and reporting it, but obviously you're not going to find that guy. He's, he's oh. gone. He's yeah, gone. exactly. And, uh, you know, I could talk all on that experience as well, but well, that's too much, but anyway, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, uh, that is my story of my assault. It was so random middle of the day, someone I didn't know. These are kind of not typical facts when you think of a woman and an assault, um, but that's the story, so there. <laughs> that's great. So what, when you pitch this, the funny thing I think about this, because the story's not funny, obviously, because it's, it's luckily nothing, like it's, I don't want to minimize or maximize your trauma, but it could have went worse, obviously. And yeah. it's interesting to me that the priority was like when he left, like, where's my earring? Like where that was- Where is my not earring? Like, yeah, not call the police, not is the dog, is he get a description? Where did my earring go? Like, I this is the most earring. frustrating part. Exactly. Do you yeah. know, you can't have one earring. I can't walk around like Jack Sparrow with two different <laughs> ones. I, that's just wrong. That's wrong. I, I think that shows our age difference. I was going to say, uh, Billy, what's the guy from uh, Wham? The guy with one earring. Anyways, that was, um, was my, 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 that was my reference, but Jack Sparrow's much better. So anyways, all right, that is the episode. We're going to tell the story here. We're going to jump over to fi or Lessons Learned, Final Thoughts of the other show. We're going to jump over to Lessons Learned, and we're going to talk about this. I took some notes, just okay. some stuff we'll talk about. And if you want to hear that, please jump over to Patreon. Before we do that, though, Jessica, why don't you tell all of the listeners, all 10 of them, uh, where you, uh, wh how they can get a hold of you, how they can uh, partake in your business? Okay, so um, I do have Facebook, Instagram. Those are probably the easiest uh, ways to contact me. Um, give me a follow. And uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Um, Instagram, Monster Girl Fitness. Uh, I think my Facebook is Monster Girl Fitness Incorporated because I am incorporated. Nice. So uh, yeah, hit me up and uh, we can chat further about this or anything else. 
Awesome. Yeah. And like, so like she said, right, she does woman's empowerment and it's, it's great when I teach about women's self-defense, but it's always better when a woman talks about it. So if you're looking for that kind of stuff, I'd highly recommend checking Jessica's stuff out. I can't recommend her enough. And uh, let's jump over to lessons learned.